This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. I'm Chuck Hassey of Leisure Outdoor Adventures, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country. Hey, we're checking in with Will Pappenfuss from uh, Northwoods Bait and Tackle and, of course, the National Walleye Tour. Um, he had a great first year. Will, let's start there. Uh, what, a, what a year for you. Yeah, it's a uh, pretty, uh, pretty crazy year. It, uh, we, I fished quite a few tournaments this year, and uh, even just fun fishing and stuff, it was a really good year for fishing, especially uh, especially on the walleye side. So it, uh, it was a really good year, and now we're just getting ready for next year, and it's crazy how we're almost uh, 24 already after that. So it seemed like it was going to be a long year, but it flew by fast. So it sure did. So how many uh, how many fishing tournaments on that tour, and uh, and and you ended up where third in the national? Yeah. So there's four qualifying events, and then the top 40 fished the championship for the fifth one. And uh, I was, I think I qualified like. I want to say I was at 11th and uh, the championship, and then I finished ninth overall, and then got third in the tournament as well. So. Wow. Well, t- let's let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, you mentioned great fishing. Um, I think one of the th- challenges, obviously, for for all the anglers in a tournament uh, or a circuit like that is, you know, you're you're exploring new waters. Uh, how many of those um, waters were were lakes that you had never fished before? Uh, four out of five. Wow. <laughs> So the championship was uh, on Devil's Lake, and that's the only one that uh, I've actually had time on. So it's kind of kind of a big uh, big gamble, but I like fishing new stuff and trying to learn different bodies of water. So it uh, it worked all good. So how much prep did you do? I mean, getting on a line, doing research prior to each of those tournaments. I would say as soon as I figured out, I had enough. Uh, enough backing support in November of last year that uh, I pretty much got to work right away <laughs> just trying to find old videos, looking at maps, layouts, asking questions, talking to people, trying to figure it out. And kind of was like every time I had a spare second or something, I wasn't doing something. It was trying to figure out spots for the next place. So there's a lot of time and a lot of, you know, a lot of work goes into it, but the more you put in, the more you get out. So do do walleyes act differently in different bodies of water? I mean, obviously, different lakes have different places where the fish have to be uh, based on what they need, but do they act differently? Oh, absolutely. It just kind of depends on what they're feeding on. Like, if you go out west, like Missouri River or uh, Devil's Lake, stuff like that, you know, they're feeding on white bass, they're feeding on uh, smelt and stuff like that especially like on the Missouri River, and those fish are just flying around like crazy, just chasing bait. And they almost act like lake trout sometimes. It's, they just fly around, they won't eat it, won't eat it, and then all of a sudden they just smoke it. It's the craziest thing compared to like some of the lakes around here where they can just stare and stare at your lure for every These fish are coming in flying, and they're deciding yes or no pretty quick if they're going to eat. So it's pretty crazy just the different bodies of water and how they react to what they're feeding on. That They're almost just like a different fish. Wow. Well, you, you mentioned you ended up number nine overall this year and number three in the national championship itself. Uh, that's got to be uh, make you feel pretty good. Were you what were you expecting in your rookie season? I was just hoping to make the championship, so I, <laughs> I didn't really, you know, check if I cashed a check. I was like, that's just a bonus. Like I just want to make it to the championship and get to fish at least a place I've fished before and where I've always wanted to be able to fish a tournament on too. So. 
just kind of everything after that would have been uh, exceeding expectations and definitely did that. So Wow. Has it been easier to get support for next year? Uh, it's been a little easier, yeah. It definitely, it definitely doesn't hurt to to do good. So, <laughs> it's safe to say I I I can do it again next year. So, it's uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be another fun year, and you know we get to go to a few places I've I have been before. So it'll be fun to fun to go back there. Okay, so uh, yeah, I was going to say uh, when is the first tournament, and where is the first tournament? Uh, the first one's on Lake Erie, and I believe it's the second week of April. And, and have you uh, you fished Lake Erie before? I have a couple times, yeah. It's, uh, I fished my first NWT on the coast side there back in, I think it was 2016 or 2017. I can't remember. It, was, it might have been both. And uh, one of them I went out there, and I think I was like mid-pack or something, but it was still a pretty good experience. And the next year I went out there and found out, like the day before, I didn't get into the tournament, so I drove all the way out yeah. there. But I ended up still fishing anyways, so it was still still fun so it, uh, i haven't been there in a few years so it'll be fun to get back there well i know that you know uh, anybody who's a serious walleye angler really should fish lake, lake erie at least once in their life is my understanding for sure it's just it's a walleye factory basically it's just crazy how that how it just keeps pumping out numbers of big walleyes year after year and for how many people fish it and you know harvest fish out of there and commercial fish it just keeps pumping them out it's a pretty crazy place well, you were mentioning, of course, that uh, even the fun fishing was was good this past year. So basically, a, a real good walleye season on our area lakes too. Yeah, we've uh, we've had a couple good high water springs and really good spawns, and fish have been taking off and growing fast. And I think a lot of people are starting to see the catch and release side of things that it's good to put those big ones back sometimes. And we're starting to see some bigger fish pop up in lakes that we haven't seen in a while. So it's pretty cool to see. Okay. Um, what about now? Uh, I mean, obviously, we've heard some harrowing tales of uh, ice anglers up on Red Lake. How is the ice in other lakes in the area? And, and even there, you know, some some spots on the lake are very good. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the smaller lakes around here, you know, it's 8 to 11 inches right now. And uh, you're starting to see wheelhouses and bigger skidhouses get put out already by wheelers and side-by-sides. And there's other big lakes, you know, that are deeper that maybe have two and a half to four inches or if you look at walker bay and leash lake she's wide open yet so it's just uh just kind of depends where you're at you know up in red especially early ice before you before there's about a foot of ice the wind will blow it around left and right and cracks will refreeze and freeze and thaw open and blow open and it's just kind of you know you have to be, watch out every time you go because it can change day to day and it's not necessarily means that the ice isn't safe it's just there's random spots you got to watch and just know what you're looking for when you're walking out, and especially when the guy that had his plane out there, you know, he couldn't stop. There's no snow, so he slid right into a crack that just refroze. It only had about an inch and a half, two inches, mm. and went right through her. So. More Red Lake Talk with Will Papenfuss of Northwood State next. I'm Will Papenfuss and Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors because Ted Jackson needs all the help he can get. Hi. This is Dick Beardsley with Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service and Fish House Rentals. Are you looking to plan your next ice fishing adventure? Well, look no further as Bemidji, Minnesota is the place to be. There are over 400 fishing lakes within a 25-mile radius of Bemidji. Come drop a line at becoming a fishing legend. While on your fishing adventure, explore the hundreds of well-groomed snowmobile trails that Bemidji has to offer. Don't forget to take a picture with the historic Paul Bunyan and Bathe the Blue Ox. 
Bemidji, bigger fish and better stories. This is Mandy Yerk, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Well, Pappin' Foods of Northwoods bait, my guess, we're talking red lake fishing. People are flocking up there, so the bite's on. Rolls, it's been blowing so hard that it uh, just stirs it up, and usually it takes about two, three weeks before the bite picks up just because it's so dirty and the fish can't see anything. But this year we got a little lucky. It uh, froze about three-quarters of the way before we had a big wind, and uh, it didn't dirty at all. On most, or mostly on the east side, the south side, I think, um, I would say it had a, was a little bit dirtier, but we fished the east side about a couple weeks after it froze. And I hadn't been there in a few years just because I like fishing around here was so good, but we had clear ice early and all the fish around here were spooky. So I was like, well, let's just go run up there and try it. And we get up there and usually when you can drop your spoon down, you can see about two or three feet before it disappears. You know, the bite's going to be pretty good and it was no, uh, no shortage of fantastic. So it's been a really good bite so far this year. You mentioned spoons. Is that mainly what you're throwing down there? Yeah, usually, um, you know, it's hard to get away from a red buckshot for sure. Okay. Uh, otherwise, you know, ripping style baits, rattle baits, smaller ones like that work really good, especially during like the mid-morning hour or evening hour when they're a little bit more aggressive. Kind of, If you're not really marking anything, I'll usually drop a rattle bait down just to try and at least attract a school of fish or a fish to come in. And usually if they don't eat that, they'll hit a dead stick right next to me, so... What are you hearing from some of the other lakes? Uh, panfish have been starting to pick up. I know, um, like, gall and stuff like that has been good. Um, guys are getting the wheelers out there finally, and the ice kind of, uh, with it getting a little bit warmer, it kind of turned more gray, and it's not as clear on top, so the fish aren't as spooky and aren't swimming around 800 miles an hour, so you mm-hmm. can actually get on top of a school and catch a couple, so it's... Uh, it's a really good, really good start to the season, and kind of feels like we're getting halfway through already. But it still feels like, you know, we're just getting on for the first time with uh, no snow and warm weather. Right. What 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 about Lake of the Woods? How's the ice up there? Uh, it's, I heard it's pretty choppy. I know. I think this the last couple of days I talked to a few guys that they're starting to take wheelers out, and uh, they can go. I think like just out by Pine Island and stuff like that. But I heard the bite is. Really good. I know one guy caught like 80 fish by himself yesterday, and uh, I know a few guys are starting to go up there now, so I think that's going to be really good because it hasn't been touched in a while either. So I definitely can get up there if you can. Okay. And I, I don't even know. I mean, uh, it just sounds like even down just as far south as Brainerd even in the Lax area, it's still pretty dicey on a number of lakes down there. Yeah, I know. Uh, they got uh, a big rain shower here a couple weeks ago or a week ago or so. And we didn't get as much rain as they did. So I know they took a beating down there. And, you know, I know it's going to get warm this weekend. They're talking rain again. But, well, uh, it's, it seems like it's going to cool down again next week, leading into January. But, you know, you know how it is here. You just got to wait wait a day and it changes. So, All right. Um, so, Will, uh, as, as we get ready to go out, um, what do we need to bring with us uh, to make sure we stay safe in case we run into some of those dicey situations? Um. If you have them, ice picks for sure. Bring a chisel with you to spud through, check your way out. Ice cleats, just to make sure you're not slipping and sliding and falling. And if you do kind of come to a area that doesn't look as good, that way you have some grip to stay away from it and not slip right into it. Um, if you don't have any of those things, you can stop in the shop here at Northwoods Bait and Tackle and pick it up. We have everything that you need to make sure you get on and get off safe. So, Okay. Um 
as we get deeper into the season, uh, obviously the bite changes. What are the things we can anticipate as winter wears on? Well, the fish are still kind of in the early ice stages. They're still in the weeds. Um, some fish are starting to make their way out to the basin, but we're still sitting at that 8 to 11 inches, and usually when we get about 12 inches of ice and some snow cover, that's when it kind of seems to push to the midwinter plunge, I call it, where they kind of plunge out of the weeds and start roaming in the basins, and you start seeing a lot more fish out deeper, but we're still kind of hanging on hanging on to that transition time where they haven't quite moved out yet, so take advantage of it while you can. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if we ever get any snow cover. <laughs> uh, not yet. Not yet, no. <laughs> All right, well, so uh, again, um, you're getting ready for another season. And that, uh, wh- what were the dates again for the uh, start of the NW, uh, the National Walleye Tour next year? Uh, the second week of April, I believe it is. So I think like okay. the 8th or 10th, somewhere in there. All right. Um, before we wrap it up, do you have time for a holiday-themed Fast Five? Absolutely. Okay, here we go. Holiday Fast Five, Will Pappenfuss. Question number one, what is the best Christmas movie? Uh, that would be Die Hard. <laughs> I should have known you'd go that way. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two, what is the best Christmas song? Uh, that would be Jingle Bell. Question number three. What is your favorite Pappenfuss Christmas tradition? Uh, that would be poker night right after everybody opens presents. Question number four. Is there a traditional Christmas meal in the Pappenfuss family? Yeah, it's uh, bacon wrapped little smokies. Ooh, that sounds good and good for you. And finally, (laughs) (laughs) question number five, besides the newest electronics, uh, what is the perfect gift for the outdoor person on your list? That would be a nice set of ice picks, just to make sure, just because it's a little sketchy. All right. Excellent, excellent advice. Uh, Before we wrap it up, do you hunt or are you just an angler? I hunt too. Uh, How'd hunting go for you this year? Uh, well, I got out for two hours of bow hunting, and I shot a 12-pointer, and then, yeah, that was it. That's about all I got out. You have just so, pissed off a whole bunch of uh, hunters right there. Two, uh, hours, uh, uh, two hours of archery hunting, and you get a 12-pointer. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know how many stories I've heard of that, and I've never been on that side. And this year I got uh, got my lucky chance at that, so I just was... I was planning on all fall just to go bull hunting, and I went out for two hours and shot that one, and it was like, well, okay. I guess back to fishing. <laughs> uh, what, well, I think that's the perfect way to wrap it up. Checking in with Will Pappenfuss of Northwoods Bait and Tackle. Uh, for those who might need Northwood services, what are your hours? Uh, we're open from 6 to 7, 7 days a week. All right. Well, thanks for being here, and have a very Merry Christmas. Yeah, you too, Kev. Thanks. Bob Bunyan Country.